recording. So Matt asked me, how am I doing this? So I said, I do Podbean. It's like 100 bucks a year. I bought this little snowball thing from Amazon that I Googled. I was like 60 bucks, and the rest is all free. So like for 100 bucks a year, I have 277 people that listen to this thing. I would like laugh. I was just saying, including one in Poland, one in Canada, and one in Brazil. Really? Yeah, it's true, actually. It's not even a lie, but everybody that's ever heard this is being thinking I'm pompous now. All right, so we got my friend Matt Pruner here. And so I want to get him on, and I've told people that he's joining, and it's going to be exciting because it's a dynamic and that stuff that a lot of people can't relate to in that. So what we're going to talk about is we got some past deer hunts that Matt's done. I saw some past um, fishing trips that you've taken that, and then just kind of how you go about your hunting and, and rods and that stuff and, and uh, bucket list index hunts, closing thoughts, etc. So we got to back this up, and I'm, I'm the most un-PC guy ever. So Matt's a dear friend of mine, even though he's a USD advocate, which is absolute bullshit because SDSU all the way. But Matt is in a wheelchair, and Matt, I don't know how to like say it. Are are you are you paraplegic? Is what by definition quadriplegic. like quadriplegic? But you to me like I'm looking at him talking. Your hands is it partially work? Is it no, hot? they don't work at all. Well, shut up. Well, I can't, like, physically pick anything up. Yeah, but, like, Fingers. you've got controls in that. Matt drives and all that stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> I would say yeah. this stuff. I get the best parking spots, like, when we went to the poorhouse. <laughs> but, like, Matt, okay. So, Matt is paraplegic is, is by definition that stuff. So, Matt has, uh, has been involved with some items outdoors, and I wanted to interview him about his experiences and that. And I've seen a few on the interweb and that stuff, and I was always asking about it. So the first thing I want to ask about is like, and I'll put the picture in the show notes and that stuff. So first off, years back, you shot a really nice buck. A few years ago, yeah. Yeah, so tell me the story. That's what I want to know. It was actually the first time I went deer hunting since I was hurt. So okay. I had to buy a whole rig of... Um, like a stand to put it on that uh-huh. next to my chair. I actually got that for free from Buckmasters. Oh, really? Yeah. You can sign, sign up like a for an application process on their website for disabled hunters, and then they. So that buck, that Buckmasters guy, that's a, I can't remember his name out in Montana, does that. He's yeah. a super ph- uh, philanthropist kind of guy. That's yeah. awesome. Keep yeah. going. Yep. So I got that. And I got that all rigged. So then I decided, well, time to buy the gun. And at first I got a bolt action and kind of realized that was definitely not the way to go. Uh, yeah. Semi-auto would be a lot easier. But I bought a Remington 700-223. Yeah. And, yeah, it worked really good on there. Just, yeah, just had a little problem with the bolt, just getting another shell in there if I didn't uh-huh. reload real fast. But, but I did take that one deer with that. So, yeah, it worked really good. So... Like, what's the story like with the hunt? So, did you go out? Did you go out to a stand area that you drove out to? Did you like, like have a ground blind kind well, of thing or so what? We have uh, we have some land kind of down by the river, by our, the Jim River, and I have a permit to shoot for my van. Okay. So I drove that into the pasture, and everybody else is just kind of walking around. So I just kind of stay around that, let them do all the work, basically. Yeah. And. Saw it coming down the hill. I opened up the van door, creeped out on the on the ground. I don't know, maybe like five feet from the van or whatever, and it ran up the hill, stood at the top of the hill. How of, far? I don't know. It's probably about a hundred yards. Oh, so it's in the pole yeah. still. Yeah. yeah, 
So I tilted my chair back a little bit. Oh I, my gosh, that's like, my favorite thing. <laughs> I couldn't get my stupid rest to tilt back far enough to yeah. see through the scope, so I had to adjust all that. My oh, dad, that's the best. My man. dad's yelling at me from the other mountain. Like a good dad. He's like, shoot him. Shoot him. <laughs> so, so I just pulled the trigger and down he went. So, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So that there's so many questions. So you were set up in your van. And I've seen his van. So did you just have the ramp down so you could open up mm-hmm. and then get out? And then they're basically, you know, the deer is running that stuff coming at you. Yeah. Got him stopped in that. And then just kind of lined him up in that. Yeah. So there's a couple things I want to ask. First off, that's a killer story. And you had the bolt, so just one shot. Mm-hmm. That was it. Well, yeah. good for you because I could never do that because I am. that's one thing. I think I'm pretty good with a shotgun. I Whatever with the rifle. That's all you get. Like, sometimes I'm great and sometimes the worst thing ever. So, this mount and that stuff and that gun, and you said that bolt action. Did you change? Do you have a new gun now? Do you have, I do. Okay, I think yeah. I've seen it and you yeah. showed it to me, so explain it. I don't want to steal the story. Yeah, so now I have a Remington 750 semi auto 243. And I put a, well, my other gun had a bite trigger on it too. So, what? I physically shoot the gun with a mouthpiece. Oh, so you, this is the, so I, I preface that like I was telling Vandenbrink and Licky, I go Pruner's gonna be on there like this is gonna be the best podcast because uh, no everybody's stoked that you you go out and do this stuff nobody knows how you do it yeah. so you gotta explain this now so you have a bite trigger what is that yeah. okay so I I also got this piece from Buckmasters God I love Buckmasters right now and it's just like a homemade piece thing that he's engineered and it mounts to the trigger guard. Of your rifle, and it's pretty much universal. It'll mark whatever gun, and then it's got like a brake cable from like a bicycle, and then on the end it's got two little plastic pads, and you put it in your mouth, and when you're ready to fire, you just bite down on the pads to pull the cable, and it pulls pulls the trigger. Oh, so is that what you sh- you shot yeah. with that on stand? So you just tilted back, yep, aimed it, it up in my skull, and then bit, yep. God, I did not know yep. this story ever. Yeah. So the first I remember his name, Jackie Bushman is the Buckmasters guy. What yeah. a cool. I don't guy. know if it's that actual. Oh, guy. it's not that at all. I'm not sure. It, it's probably somebody underneath him that does all this. I stuff. don't care. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty sweet. So you've got now a semi-auto 243 that you're shooting. Mm-hmm. You, you've got the. You still use same stand and that stuff. Mm-hmm. You got the bike guard and that still. Mm-hmm. That. Is there any other stuff that you use when you're out there? That's it. Okay. So, like, when you were, like, for the bolt and that stuff, you just, you're able to get the bolt going and slide one in the chamber? After you... I pounded on it for a few minutes. <laughs> so, I hardly ever shot the thing, so, I like, know. it was all tight and stuff. So, like, <laughs> on this thing. I met with his problems. I got this new gun, and the action's too <laughs> nice on it. A little bit. So, with the 243, how do you get that? Like, I... Like I've seen BARs and that stuff. Is it got the? Do you get the wide thing where you just slide it back and it goes in? No, it. I haven't modified anything on the gun itself. So typically, I just have my dad kind of set it up. Yeah. But if I need a racket, like I can rack it. To Where'd you grow up? Like I've been didn't want to interrupt the story. In Parkston. In Parkston. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's about I don't know about fifteen miles from where we go hunting and stuff too. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. So that's is that the only time you? No, you went deer hunting once. After that, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. I gave you crap about that. Because uh-huh. my scope was about 
two inches off. Yeah. Every shot I do it went straight over the back. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of it. Anyways, yeah, I've been there. I've had where my scope is way further off and that stuff. So have you done, other than deer hunting and that stuff, um, any other hunts? Or not really? I haven't done anything like pheasant-wise or anything yet just because of the mobility issue. Of Are you going to try? I don't thinking know. about it. What do you, you got me again. What would you do there? I mean, I don't know. Well, it would have to be a different kind of shooting stand where I could actually swing the gun faster from side to side. Yeah. Yeah. I, sh- I probably should clarify this. So I did get a shooting stand from Buckmasters, and I used that for the first two years. Yeah. Now I have a different one that I got from Cabela's called, called a shooting pod. Uh-huh. Like a shooting pod or something like that. But, yeah, this thing is like full 360. Like it swings everywhere. The other one was just on a like a metal pole. Yeah. So I could just maneuver like within that whatever degrees in front of you but this thing will swing left to right like it's like just anywhere. a big ball bearing kind of thing where More it flows or less, yeah oh. it's got a couple arms on it but yeah no that works well yeah that's cool so you've done that and i always preface it with this matt he's gonna hear it i gave him crap last year because we wanted to go to pier and go hunting together he's like what are you gonna do just sit there and hunt with me because they got this killer place down by the river to go hunting at and i'm like yeah I'm as good as anybody sitting there just eating snacks, sitting next to you, to Matt. But you will never do it. But I'm gonna force him the next couple of years so I can go with him on this. And I'm gonna make him buy me a steak at Cattleman's for my after too. But that's whatever. So this a deer hunt. You've done that, and then I know you've gone fishing and that mm-hmm. stuff. So you gotta tell me like, well, tell me this fishing stories. So few years I've went fishing with the Paralyzed Veterans of America. Out of where? Uh, where did they fish at I guess? Well we go down to Chamberlain. Okay. And uh, it's really interesting. You get down there and you're thinking oh I'm just gonna fish from the land or whatever you know and see what happens but no. <laughs> you get there and they have this teleboom with these bolt ropes hanging off it and you drive underneath this teleboom, and they strap your chair to this with the pole ropes and hoist you about 20 feet in the air and then drive a truck and boat underneath you and lower you into the boat. That's I'm South Dakota. Lie, I was a little scared the first time I had to go up that thing. South Dakota engineering at its yes. finest. Yes. All right, what we're going to do is we got this farm, this farm rig. Pretty much. Yeah, we got some bailing wire. But it's safe because everybody you go with is a firefighter. Boss, so they're there for it. I love it. All right, so you're out in Chamberlain and that stuff. So how many years have you done it? Uh, I went three years. Three? Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, I guess, how was the fishing? Fishing was awesome. Really? Um, Temperature-wise, it was pretty cold a couple times because we usually go right at the end of May. Yeah. But, but no, I, every time we went out, we got our limit and stuff. But really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't think anybody who has gone has not gotten their limit. No kidding. Yeah. That's the thing, like... You know, like you can go like on I don't know, best of pheasant preserves, and you know you're gonna get to do this. But like you go deer hunting, you know there aren't deer farms. Well, I guess ranches now, but there are no deer farms. There are no fish farms and yeah. that stuff. So you gotta go out. That's awesome. I mean, it's a great time here to fish the river. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But you still, you still have to catch the fish. So like, what kind of uh, outfits? do you run when you're fishing like for rods or do you use down what what do you what what happens there so for like the rod i have a 
thing called a strong arm. It's like a leather brace that uh-huh. goes on my forearm. And then it's got a slot where you actually slide the end of the pole into that slot. Yeah. And it holds it really firm. Nice. Um, the other thing is I try to stay away from like open cast reels. Yeah. Um, keep something on. Just less crap for me to get tangled in my hands, pretty much, yeah. or on my chair or whatever. But yeah, and then I just put like a modified bigger knob on the end so that I can kind of grip it a little bit. Nice. What I got and yeah, let the boat do the work. Yeah. So what do they just troll mostly in that yeah. kind of stuff? So you're trolling, <clears throat> they keep ripping lips mm-hmm. and that stuff. So were they just catching walleyes out there and that stuff? Oh, uh, we had kind of lot, well, a lot of walleyes, and then there's some striped bass and oh, stuff really? too. Oh, really? Yeah, it's cool. So out in Chamberlain, mm-hmm. and you did that three years. When's the last year you did that? Oh, that was probably like 2010. Oh, was it? Well, Matt gets a free pass because Matt also, how old are the kids now? Young kids, mind you. Three and a half and almost eight months. Three and a half and eight months. So his like pastimes are curbed. That's right. I hate it. I, I, like, I've curbed my, I keep the hunting going. I go on two fishing trips, but... I don't golf. I don't do anything. I go. I have a few things like all summer. Save your time. All summer, you know what I am? I'm a slave to my kids in Brook. There That's it. Go. I'm like, I would love to cut the grass. <laughs> That's all. I use up all of my points for uh, for the fall hobby. That's spring for turkey too. So, aside from that, is there any other trips you do? I don't know. Do you ice fish? Do you any any? I don't that? do the ice fishing. Mm-hmm. That's just entirely too cold for me. Yeah. I yeah. If it ain't. 90 degrees outside like it's it's hard for me to go outside but yeah you if i I know i'm gonna go deer hunting and i can get away and just be in peace and quiet yeah i'm all for it yeah so yeah i've known that you said you get cold easy right Mm -hmm. that's about it okay yeah well ice fishing's not gonna be it although some of the places i stay you know it's like it isn't really hard on life you know it's like like this we're going to bitter the guys i went to college with up at grew up in wilmot and system we quick Want to always get together. We're going up to Bitter in this like shack, and it's awesome. It's got satellite TV, which is awesome. It was like oven and we, all that stuff expected. A, a bathroom that's really nice too. But this, he, like, then the guy's like, "Yeah, I put a pizza oven in the thing." I'm like, "What? We have a pizza oven in this thing?" I go, "Well, that's great. Just a bunch of dudes that are just gonna be eating pizza yeah. nonstop and catching fish." So, yeah, looking forward to that. But I do love ice fishing. So, if you ever change your mind, you should and come with. Because, like I said. We can get you in there. You don't even have to leave the place. You'll be yeah. at 90. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So the other agenda topics I had here, so we talked about the mounts and adaptations. And that. Anything else that you run out there, like, I'll be in, for instance, is it easy, like, in the pasture with your, your no, chair and that it, stuff? It's terrible. It sucks getting around in this, yeah. If you don't have tracks, yeah, you, you're gonna get stuck so easily with this. Kind of so what was the story when you went out in your pasture? Just was it firm enough in that stuff? Yeah. Or you're in a... I know how it is. You get down on like where the, everybody drives through and it packs uh-huh. down so much and it's easy. But you, like, yeah, you go on the mill pasture and you get hosed, right? Well, actually, where I was, it was actually kind of packed down because I had yeah. driven in there and out of there a couple times. Yeah. And kind of pounded it down a little bit. But, cool. Yeah. I'm actually in the process right now. Oh, He's uh, giving me the look. Crossbow. Crop. Do some archery hunting. Dude, so. don't get me started. So this state, I think I've said it on here before, where I want to cross both season that. And you, of all people, like, well, the guy, Dennis, I'm going to call him out here. No, I shouldn't say. He's old and his, like, shoulders all messed up. Yeah. So he got, he's got a crossbow permit now because yeah. he can't draw his bow anymore. So you're going to go crossbow? That's perfect, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, I figure it's earlier in the season. Well, that's earlier. what I was going to say. So it's like, yeah. We start September 1st now. That's right. Oh. So let me ask you this. Like, we're, what, what's your plan? Do you have plans for when you're going to go on that or not really? Or is yeah. it just early? Well, I kind of talked my dad into buying a compound bow, too. So yeah. What my plan is, I'm going to buy a four-man little hunting blind. Yeah. Get that out rigged out, and then we're just going to set it in the shelter belt of the trees out there. And Perfect. See what happens. I bought a little mirror step in that, and, like, you just do a little advantage modification. I bet mm-hmm. you'd be perfect for you in that stuff. And I'll tell you what. If you sit in a blind and leave it out there and then brush them in, it is amazing how, like, oh, it, it's just, it's nothing to it. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Good for yeah, you. So. That's awesome. So what's it take to get that? Do you have, did you put a permit and all that stuff? I don't, I don't have to have a permit because I already have my disabled hunting license. Oh, nice. So it's, yeah, just, just buy, buy one. Get huh? it. Do what you need to do. Okay. And is that where you would go out by that shelter belt where you go deer hunting usually, or is there? It's on the same land. Same land. It's just different spot in the property. So yeah. cool. So we talked about a lot of stuff. So you, what about you? Next hunts, bucket lists, anything like that that you got that you wanna? I wanna go hog hunting really bad. God, I love you. Well, I'll tell you what. That's like numero uno on my bucket list. Well, this offer stands because I talked with Johnny. I talked with, it was a random group. My buddy Jake out west that I go deer hunting with now mm-hmm. and that. Johnny, I think it was somebody else outside. You can come, man. Come with us. We're going to mm-hmm. go. We're going to try and go to a place in Oklahoma just so we don't have to go like south Texas. Yeah. So it's like nine hours instead of 18 kind of thing. But it's cl- way closer. It's drivable and that stuff. And then like from, I've got friends that have gone, they, they used to take a flatbed, take a deep freeze fire up a generator, get it real cold, shoot all their hogs, put it in there, fire it up, and just use it as a cooler and that stuff, and then drive back home and process them. So if you're in, that's awesome. So I might be very interested in that. Well, dude, this is the time to do it. And, like, the lodge is pretty cool, you know, and that stuff. It's just down there. There's no basements or anything. It's all flat on on gray concrete, so let's do it. Any other hunts you got? I don't think so. Have you ever thought about hunting turkeys or not really? I have thought about it, but... Like they're a sweet bird to yeah. spring hunt. I love them, but that I'm addicted to turkey hunting a little yeah. bit too, and that stuff. No, I'm just yeah, I'm looking forward to this bow thing. I think I'm actually looking forward to that more than rifle hunting. I'll tell you what. So I've shot just a couple things with my bow, and that, and it's not been a deer or anything. It's like turkeys, mm-hmm. which don't get me wrong. It was like your heart's beating and that you're going nuts and all that stuff. I'm not addicted to that. I'm addicted to hunting that stuff. But there are certain people that just get, once you kill something with a bow, they're like, throw the gun away. I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure what will happen is with you and your your addictive personality, I'll call it, and shooting with a bow and that stuff. But, yeah, on that that hog thing, I think we should do it. I think this is where I think we should go to Pier because I've always wanted it. Back in by the marina, which is close now, I've always wanted to hunt there because I'm like, I always drive in there for breakfast. I'm like, it's like the Mecca, and it's got like all those blinds and that stuff. Yeah. You have a friend that hunted that, right? Yeah. Hunt, hunt. He's, he's successful every year. He's yeah, right yeah. He's so for stuff. what they don't know, they have a bunch of blinds set up in this, in this uh, what I call restricted area down mm-hmm. below the dam up here and that stuff. And people go out there that, that get the access permit and hunt it and that stuff. And you had a friend that does it, and has he, sh- he or she? 
He, did he yeah. shoot big deer? Oh, there. yeah, he's got some pretty good <laughs> And I can't for life. I'm staring at Matt like he's an idiot because he is. They had leftover licenses because it, it's a handicap access. So I guess I should just say it that way. And they've got these blinds. they got, like, concrete pathways. And they got huge deer down there. And all these people that get wonderful access at this thing kill great deer. And I tell Matt, go, you want to go? And he's like, oh, he's got every excuse. And I get the kid thing, but gosh. I still say we should do it. Like I said, I'll go with you, and all I'm gonna do is sit there. I said I got your deer. He goes, "No, people do it for you." I'm like, "All right, well, I'll just cheer you on and make you buy me a steak out of Cattlemen's." But we should do that. So, closing thoughts. I like. I, I gotta tell you, I was looking forward to this one the most, because like I was telling Licky, he's like, "I want to hear these stories." Like we didn't know anything about the bite trigger. We don't know any of this stuff, so it's cool to hear stories. But any closing thoughts you got for anybody? Hunter, fishing wise, etc. I, I guess if there's people out there who, in my predicament, and think they can't do it, just God, pull the trigger and do it. Freaking inspiring. No reason why you can't. So yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Like I sit there and I look at Matt, and I'm gonna get mopey a little bit. Like I think he's <laughs> an inspiration after I watch him. After you know having children, hunting and fishing and that stuff. No, it doesn't mean I like him. Because yeah. I definitely don't Same like you here. and that it's stuff. I like it'll be going to Oklahoma, driving with you that long would be a living hell for me. But I still do it. But I will say this as well to resonate. You know, I think that's awesome. You know, Matt has done all these things. I was looking forward to this. I think they had it on the calendar for like three weeks. And I told a few people I'm like, oh, dope! I can't wait till this one gets launched. So you have high expectations. So I hope, hopefully, it didn't it didn't let anybody yeah, down. Hopefully, but I didn't disappoint. I highly doubt. It. Anybody? Anything else you got to say, man? Hey, Poland. Hey, Poland. Oh, my God. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>